You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to Senior RX Radio, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Senior RX Radio is brought to you by the American Society of Consultant Pharmacists, the ASCP. ASCP is devoted to optimal medication management and improved health care outcomes for older adults. Learn more at our website, ASCP.com. Thanks for choosing Senior RX Radio. My name is Erin Albert, and I'm Senior Director of Education at ASCP. We're trying a new little format here at the podcast. We got close up to one of our speakers that has a forthcoming BCGP and CPE webinar. Her name is Lauren Castle, and she is a PharmD as well as MS. She earned her PharmD at Ohio Northern University and her master's in science at the University of Western States on human nutrition and functional medicine. She's also the founder of the Functional Medicine Pharmacists Alliance. I had the opportunity to speak with her recently about her upcoming webinar with us. And as a reminder, our upcoming BCGP and CPE webinar entitled Functional Medicine, the Impact on the Senior Care Patient is coming up September 10th at 1 p.m. Eastern Live. We'll also have a home study product available on 10-1. Give a listen to my conversation with Lauren Castle. Celebrating 50 years, ASCP is a membership organization of senior care pharmacists. Our mission is to promote healthy aging by empowering pharmacists with education, resources, and innovative opportunities. Learn more at ASCP.com. ASCP. Experts in medication management, improving the lives of older adults. Well, we're here today with Lauren Castle, who is a pharmacist and has an upcoming BCGP and CPE webinar with us at ASCP on functional medicine. Lauren, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Erin, for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you on a topic that I know very little about, but I'm trying to learn more about. But before we get into functional medicine and what that is and what your uh, upcoming BCGP is, why don't we start with how did you get to where you are today in your own career, Lauren? Sure. So by day, I work as a market health and wellness director for Walmart stores, um, pharmacy and vision centers. So I've been with Walmart for uh, over eight years now. I started out as an intern and kind of worked my way up through being a pharmacist, a pharmacy manager, um, a clinical services manager, and for the last two years, I've been in this role as a market health and wellness director. Um, I get a lot of questions from people who know me through the functional medicine world and kind of tilt their head and ask, well, why are you working for a big chain pharmacy trying to do functional medicine? And for me, I always tell them that functional medicine can really be used in any practice setting. Um, and I think that grocery store chain pharmacies can actually be a fantastic place to start introducing some of these lifestyle changes to your patients um, as they're picking up prescriptions and trying to figure out how to live a healthier life um, through shopping and all of those things too. So that was kind of my career with Walmart. Um, but from the functional medicine side of things, I discovered functional medicine um, about three years ago now. 
um, when we lived in Michigan. And so my husband went through some health things and functional medicine completely turned around the picture for him. So after that, I was convinced that this is really the future of medicine. So uh, I enrolled in a master's of science program through the University of Western States in nutrition and functional medicine. And I completed that this past December. So during that time, I started looking for resources for pharmacists that were getting into this field and there just weren't any. So that is how I ended up creating the Functional Medicine Pharmacists Alliance in 2017. Um, and since then, it's really just grown and taken off. So that's kind of where my two worlds collide right now. Excellent. And so maybe let's back up a little bit and can you address what your own definition is or your understanding is of what functional medicine really is? Yeah, absolutely. So I think everyone kind of has a, a different perception or definition of exactly what it is. Um, for me, I just really think of it as root cause medicine. So if you think about why someone is sick, for instance, maybe they have a bunch of sinus issues, a lot of times we'll just treat that with things like antihistamines or nasal sprays, you know, staying away from the allergens, obviously. But for some people, there might be a completely different root cause that you wouldn't have thought of without taking the systems-based approach. So perhaps they actually have a dairy allergy or a dairy intolerance, and when they consume dairy, it causes congestion. So that's a totally different thought process than what we might think of um, from kind of a traditional medicine standpoint. So that's where functional medicine differs. It's really looking at the root causes, utilizing all different modalities um, from traditional pharmaceutical drugs to supplements or herbal medications to just lifestyle changes and really focusing on the whole person and that partnership between the patient and the doctor to figure out what is going to help you live the best life and the healthiest life that you can. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that definition. I guess the next question I have is to bounce back then to the Functional Medicine Pharmacists Alliance. Can you talk a little bit more about the alliance and what tools and resources the alliance has available for pharmacists? Absolutely. So you can find us online at fmpha.org. We're also on Facebook and Instagram under Functional Medicine Pharmacists Alliance and FMPHA. Um, it really started out as just a Facebook group. Um, I had done a couple of um, CE presentations at state association meetings. And at that time, I was like, well, if people want to learn more, that's usually one of the questions that I get at the end of my presentation is where can we go to learn more? So I just said, well, I'll put together this Facebook group and that way people can join if they want to keep the conversation going. And so, like I said, that was two years ago now, and we've since grown to a thousand members in the group. Um, and those are all actual pharmacists. Um, so it's a great place just to connect with other people and get the dialogue going around what kind of training program should I do or how can I integrate this into my particular practice setting, whether you're in a community pharmacy, a hospital, 
um, an ambulatory care setting, if you are a um, consultant pharmacist, we have a lot of people that are really starting to see the benefits of how they can integrate this approach to their geriatric patients. Um, so it's just a great place for all that type of discussion. Um, and then we are starting to look into some ways to offer CE as well. So um, several different members in our group are pursuing avenues to provide CE. Um, one way, of course, is through this webinar that we're getting ready to do, which is so exciting to have kind of that national platform to really bring this uh, modality to light. We also have um, a CE presentation that's coming up in Indianapolis. That'll be on September the 6th. Um, so just before this webinar, we'll go live. Um, and then a few things coming in the fall as well with some uh, different members that are putting on some online programs. So definitely join the group and we'll keep you informed of where and when to find all of these programs. Yeah, we are so excited to have you and Veronica Riera Gilly, who is a board certified geriatric pharmacist, also on board with you to co-pilot the webinar on September 10th with us on functional medicine. The title of that BCGP and CPE webinar, by the way, is called Functional Medicine, the Impact on the Senior Care Patient. So you alluded to this a little bit before, Lauren. How do you think senior care patients can benefit from functional medicine? Yeah, so it was so much fun putting this CE together for you guys because it really helped us explore this area and how that might be. Because I think so often we're realizing now that people are living longer, but they're not necessarily living a healthier life through all of those extended years. And so that really speaks to the heart of functional medicine, that we try to promote what we call organ reserve. So how can we maximize your body's capabilities to function at a higher level for as long as possible? And so you can kind of look at the whole health span of aging and think about, okay, where are we going to be able to make individualized interventions for a patient to maybe help with deprescribing if that's where we're at and the right thing to do? maybe help with some lifestyle changes if they're still capable of making those kinds of decisions. Um, but it's really personalizing it to that individual patient and figuring out how can we make their life the best that it can be for as long as we can. And I think sometimes we are hesitant to try and make lifestyle changes in the elderly population. We think that maybe they aren't willing to make those changes or they won't want to, but that's not always true. And there's been some really great case studies within the functional medicine community about, um, you know, elderly patients with diabetes who make lifestyle changes to their diet and just some very basic exercise, um, as well as different supplementation to help support their physiology. And have dramatic results from that where someone that you know maybe we didn't expect them to be able to live for very long because they were so far along down their disease path have really almost reversed their disease progression so you can really do some dramatic things with patients um, it just takes getting to know them and what they're willing and capable of doing 
That's great. And, and as you studied, you said you earned an MS in human nutrition and functional medicine. What, what maybe surprised you through your own formal education and your informal education with your husband's case, for example, about the power of functional medicine, if anything? Yeah, I think what was so surprising was just how quickly some of the changes can be seen. Um, you know, we think about patients who have had diabetes for years and they've tried all these medications and, and everything just doesn't seem to be really making the changes that we want to see. But yet if they modify their diet to something that will support, you know, a cardiometabolic type of diet or just depending on their particular situation, they can see changes in their blood sugar within just a few weeks. And for some people, it, it can really almost reverse the course of the disease. So just how rapidly you can see changes is, I think, what's really promising because we all know that motivation is so key in being able to stay adherent to your provider's recommendations. And so whenever you're able to see those progress quickly, I think that just is so reassuring to the patient. And for, for some people, that change in their life can truly just set them up for success in the long run because they see that it's possible to heal from things that they thought they were just stuck with for the rest of their life. Yeah, I love that. I think in the era now of almost this idea of food as medicine, anything mm -hmm. that you're putting into your body is going to somehow affect your body. So I guess I love it from the sense of, you know, I always think of the blue zones research that yes. a lot of, you know, researchers have done around, it's really lifestyle. It's not just, you know, going to the medicine cabinet and popping a pill anymore. It's truly more root cause analysis back to your earlier point. And I love that about functional medicine. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think there's so much confusion that's out there too. And even for me, when I started the master's program, you know, we had been kind of researching all these different diets from paleo to keto and all of that. And so part of my goal, I was like, I have to find out what is the perfect diet. And from the very first course that we took, it made it very clear that there is no perfect diet. It truly is individual to each person and what their body needs. And so that's where a functional approach can really use some tools that we might not be familiar with um, to determine what that is for each person. So the, the simple thing though, I think really comes like from Michael Pollan's books about eat food, not too much, mostly plants. That can pretty much apply across the board um, from kind of that Mediterranean style eating that's been studied for so long. And sometimes the easiest choice is often the best, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So with that, uh, Lauren, it's been great chatting with you. Again, our ASCP webinar that's focused on functional medicine with Lauren and her colleague, Veronica Riera Gilly, who's board certified in geriatric pharmacy, is entitled Functional Medicine, the Impact on the Senior Care Patient. It'll be live on September 10th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. You can go to ASCP.com slash webinars to register for that live event. And we'll also have a subsequent home study uh, course available on October 1st. So as we close out, Lauren, one more time, please share with our audience where people can learn more about you and or the Functional Medicine Pharmacists Alliance. 
You can visit us at fmpha.org as well as on Facebook and Instagram. And you can connect with me on LinkedIn as well. With that, Lauren Castle, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Senior Rx Radio. Make sure you log on as well to www.ascp.com slash webinars or www.ascp.com slash pharmacy law if you'd like to see a listing of our current and upcoming webinars, both in BCGP and CPE. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Senior Rx Radio. Be sure to share this podcast with your fellow consultant pharmacists and pharmacy associates to learn more about better outcomes for older adult patients. Join us on the web at ASCP.com.